You're listening to Talkin' with Jimmy Shatz. In this weekly podcast, hilarious stand-up comic and girl next door Jimmy Shatz chats with any and everyone about any and everything. Check it, check it out. Hi, everybody, and welcome to Talkin' with Jimmy Schatz. Today, my guest is a young lady whom I only met a couple weeks ago, but it was love at first sight. And, um, you know, she's awesome. So please welcome <laughs> Lauren Awesome. Hi, everybody. <clears throat> um, I love your name. Thank you. It's a family name. It's a family name. It's yeah. spelled A-U-S-S-E-M. It's yeah. German. Aus- awesome. Lauren Awesome. So, that wasn't very good German, but... No, nah, it's good. Yeah. Oh, that so was good. So if we were in Germany, it'd be Lauren Awesome. Yeah. But we're not in Germany. So you can say awesome, awesome. Um, you know what's so funny? What's funny? You, you're giving me, like, Charlize Theron vibe. Oh, thank God. <clears throat> I've gotten a lot of Miley Cyrus this week. Oh, no. Yes. Because you're... Partly shaved. Because I'm partly your, shaved. Your hair. My head, that is. Yeah, that, her head. Yeah. Whoops. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yes. So, We're crazy. So I get a bunch of people, and it always starts with someone giving me a little smirk, uh-huh. taking about three seconds. Like, mm. And they're like, you never know what I'm about to ask you. And yeah. I'm like, I already know exactly what you're going to say. And the problem is that people say every single time, who do people tell you you look like? Yeah. And I usually say Ed Sheeran because the one time that I've told people, some people say I look like Charlize Theron. Some people say I look like Scarlett Johansson. Yeah. They go, no. They go, no. No, Miley Cyrus. Miley Cyrus. You know who you look like to me? Have you seen the movie where she dies on the ship? And I'm like, no. What movie is that? It's some random thing. Every time I say who people genuinely tell me I, I look like, which I see. Somebody goes, no, that's not it. Really? So usually I just say, oh, yeah, people tell me I look like Ed Sheeran. Because I had a hairdresser once that said, you look like, you know, Charlie Theron or Scarlett. People tell me I look like Ed Sheeran. Right. And I didn't know what to make of that. I was like, Ed Sheeran is a very sweet, earnest, homely Irishman. who He's very talented. He's, <clears throat> that's what you say. About Ed Sheeran. I mean, I like Ed Sheeran. I like Doesn't Ed he sing too. Shape of You? Like, the club isn't the best place to find a lover, but the bar, bar is, is where I, I go, ho. Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. Like, that's him. Yeah. Um, we'll move on from a second, <laughs> but I love to tell this story that um, many people in life mm. throughout the, since 2012, have told me that I look like Bradley Cooper because in 2012 I had a buzz cut. And so that's when Silver Lining Playbook came out, you know, and he has like a buzz cut in that movie. Yeah. And I personally think that that is just the greatest compliment because I find him to be so incredibly sexy. I don't find me to be sexy at all. In fact, when I turned 30, some this gay man, gay couple came to the restaurant I work at and I sat them and they were like, you're so cute. And I was like, oh, thank you. Oh. And he was like, I'm. I'm sorry, did I offend you? And I was like, no, you know, it's just I'm having a day and um, I turned 30 last week and I just, you know, it's always cute. It's never sexy and it's getting to me. (laughs) And he laughed. Do you get where I'm going? Yes. Anyway, I digress. So Bradley Cooper, I've gotten this a lot over the years and my favorite story is that I was working at another restaurant Uh in Tribeca and this couple came in and they were from Brazil. They were traveling and the wife said, excuse me, 
we're having a debate. Um, do people ever tell you you look like a famous person? And I said, actually, yeah, I get someone a lot, a lot, a lot. This, by the way, was 2014. And I was like, yeah, you've been getting something a lot, get, getting someone a lot for the last couple of years. And she was like, okay, don't tell us who yet because we're having a debate back and forth. I think you look like Joaquin Phoenix, and my husband thinks you look like Bradley Cooper. So oh. we've concluded that you are like the love child of Bradley Cooper and Joaquin Phoenix. Oh my God, what a compliment. What a compliment. Oh. So the moral of the story is I need to like check my self-esteem because apparently I'm something to see. I'll tell you, and as you established already to the good people, we've just met. I met we've you just at, met. at Maria Dakotas's. Yes. You Hi, Maria. Hi, Maria. Hi, Maria. Maria? <laughs> Maria? Just make a noise. Okay, she's listening. She's listening. Um, and immediately, you look like, you do look like those people. But to I me, do. you look even more like a real person that I know who's a bad man. Who's a sexy man, but he's a bad man. Who? You, you can't say his name. I will tell you that his name is, starts with an A. His name is Antonio. You okay. don't need to know his last name. And he's evil? He's a bad, he's a sad man. He's a bad man. Oh, no. He's a dad man. He has two kids. Oh, no. I'm kind of giving him away. Oh, no. Um, but he's, he's very handsome. And it's, it's sad to see a soul in turmoil. And it's sad to see, it's even more sad to see a handsome soul in turmoil. Exactly. He could be doing a lot of good with that. And you are like an iteration with all the sexiness. But... You're a good man. Oh my God, Lauren, this is like amazing. Thank mm-hmm. you. Yeah, you're using. I your try to be. Um, I try to be a good person. It's hard sometimes because we all have like inner inner turmoil. Mm-hmm. You know, like mm-hmm. I mean, I'm not. I don't view, view myself as evil, obviously, but um, I try to be a good person. I've noticed a lot the past couple of months. I've been struggling. I'm, we're turning this into therapy. I've been struggling because I feel like I'm too much of a sensitive person. Okay. So that's like the opposite of evil. I'm just too sensitive, like these, you know, like things, you know. I don't think sensitive is, is necessarily the opposite of evil. That's what I mean. Right? It's the opposite. Can, can you tell me an example where you felt like you were being uh, illogically sensitive? Um, uh, oh, that's such a good question. Hmm. I love this. It's like you're interviewing me. I'm in therapy at Columbia. I go to the Dean Hope Teachers College where uh-huh. it's a sliding scale. You can apply. You give them your paychecks. It's anywhere from like seven to twenty dollars a session, no insurance. Wow! So I just go around and re- when I th- I'm a bad listener. I'm very um, self centered. So when I need to be a better listener, I say, "What would my therapist say?" You know? Oh my god! I'm and I'm genuinely interested in people, but it's they're always in the program, right? They're getting their PhDs. Okay. So my therapist is locked in for a hot four years. I've been with her for. Almost a year. Do you think it's helping? Oh, my God. It's helping so much. Because I recently, I'm back in therapy the last two months, and it's not kicked in yet. Yeah. I'm like, help me, Jesus. Do you feel like you are a good fit with your therapist? Well, I really like her. Like, when Mm -hmm. I'm there, I instantly feel, like, safe and better. Yeah. But I think think my, my problem is... I compare myself too much to people rather than focusing on, like, my path and my journey. Mm -hmm. And especially with with social media today and everything, it's like I'll see something and I'll be like, 
oh, I should be more proactive. I should have gone there. I should have gone here. I'm stuck in this weird thing right now. Mm-hmm. It feels good talking about it with you. Yeah. What an interesting episode this is going to be. It's going to be very interesting. Right? I think. I think it's one of the funniest things in the world, and I hope we all see it soon, what Instagram is. Um, I am close with somebody who has an Instagram that is so classic to giving people these feelings. Right. Oh, you're so sexy. This person's waking up in a brightly lit hotel room. The walls are Easter egg blue. The sheets are crisp white. They have a cup of tea with a lot of milk in it, like an irresponsible amount of milk. Like yeah. you have a good body. You don't take that much milk in your tea. Exactly. None dairy it, is the devil. Dairy is the devil. None of it makes sense. And I know this person in real life, and I know that this person is laying on the couch with their hair all fucked up, looking like they rubbed a Five Guys <laughs> beef, beef patty all over their face and neck, yeah. um, and watching Race to Witch Mountain, watching a shitty movie and being worried just like the rest of us. I love that movie. The remake? Yeah. Not with the Richards sisters? No, the remake. Yeah. I love it. This person loves that movie, too. Well, I think you bring up a really interesting point, which is like the rest of us. Mm. Like the rest of us. Like the rest of us. Meaning we're all in this together, like as hokey-dokey as that sounds. Mm -hmm. and. One person's story is their story and your story is your story. And it's kind of that cheesy quote, but I love it about just because something isn't happening for you now doesn't mean it's never going to happen. Yes. You know? What that reminds me of is this article I just read from Man Repeller, which Uh is a really great fashion website and blog about having it all. Yes. Oh, my gosh. It's run by these, like, badass women. Um, And... Having it all and thinking you need to have it all at the same time. And some celebrity, I forget, I'm not a great reader either. Not a great listener, not a great reader. Um, I have a very strong visual memory, so I have that going for me. But in the article, she says, she quotes a celebrity that says, if you see me excelling in somewhere, like if I'm at a gallery, right, and my paintings are selling and I'm dressed fabulously, no another part of my life is falling apart. Right. So you can be wildly successful. You know, I've had a great week where I'm shooting and I'm filming and I get to come here with you and I've been so excited and I haven't seen my boyfriend all week and I haven't gone to the gym and I haven't meal prepped guys okay I'm not eating pepperoni slices like in Port Authority but it's not much better than that so I'm excelling at one part of my life and another part you're failing it's kind of ebb and flowing right yeah I'm like kind of hard feeling at some things but it's okay once we understand that like that's what life is yes that's what life is and you can have you can have it all, but not all at once. Right. Just like Harry Potter. Am I right, folks? Just like Harry Potter. Yeah. What do you think, audience? Mm, that's a good point. Yeah. Oh, I like that. Mm-hmm. Oh, very insightful. To the woman who said that Malfoy had it all in the third book, I do agree with you, but I would want to get back deep into some of like what was going on with him internally. Um, physically, I'm sure it manifested in his body. He probably wasn't digesting food very well. He was probably like really backed up. Yeah. Um, but that's a really good point and I appreciate thank you for that. Thank you for that. So, what's your name? Maria. Mm. Thank you, Maria. Thank you, Maria. <clears throat> thank oh my you. gosh, Maria. The, to have an audience is just the <sighs> best, right? It's really <clears throat> a special thing, especially in, in these beautiful like close quarters that we're in. <sighs> I'm telling you, we're in the box. We're in the box. We're in the box. Folks, you don't realize when you listen to the podcast 
that you are in a small box. And I know. it's but you give off like I don't even feel weird at all for no. how close I am to you. Oh, I know. And I'm actually getting closer to him as you I'm are. saying this. I mean, we could be closer, but we also there can be boundaries. There can be boundaries. You know? For sure. So um so we met at the show mm-hmm. a couple weeks ago. Yeah. Tell me the girl's name again. Maria. Right, Maria. Because Maria, Maria, I don't know Mar- not not you, ma'am. We know you're here. Yes. Thank you, um, Maria. Thank you, Maria. No, the Maria that you're talking about. Yes, yes. I was there because of Victoria. Oh, Victoria is such a beautiful, oh, strong, sexy, she's smart, She's a funny goddess. Queen. Yes. <gasps> she's such a goddess. I want we her took to kick Meisner me in the together. Head. Yeah. Don't you? I yeah. want her to hit me. She's so sexy. <clears throat> she's so sexy. And so you know talented. what makes her so sexy? That she's not a people pleaser. She doesn't know it. Ooh, yes. She's so about business. It's like when you see Barack Obama, and this may be, this may be an unpopular opinion. <laughs> Um, he's doing business. He's too stressed out. He's working. He's taking his watch off, not to, you know, fulfill my fantasy. Right. Because he's going through security. He's not even trying to be sexy, and that's so sexy. That's what I mean. Yes. Oh, God. I have a fantasy where I'm on a bed and Barack Obama's across the room. And he's going to take his suit off, right? It's after the Kennedy Center honors. He's just wept. Michelle's with her lover. They're in an open relationship. Um, And he stares at you. He has one knee kind of relaxed and one leg locked. He has a full suit on. And he's just locked eyes with you. You're sitting on the bed waiting for him. And he's just slowly taking his watch off. And he's just looking at you. And he's going to make you wait for it, right? Oh, my God. Mm. You know, your voice is very sultry. When I talk about that, yeah, I can't help it. Very scarlet. Yeah. Not as not quite as deep as her. Yeah, and her voice you know is a little she, ra- it's her it's like husky raspy. Yes. Oh, I love Scarlett Johansson. I like Did you ever see Matchpoint? Um Oh, with Jonathan Reese Myers? <gasps> it makes no sense that I haven't, but no, I have not. It's it's Woody Allen. Mm-hmm. I don't know your your feelings on Woody Allen, but um I love his movies. Yeah. And it's one of my favorite Woody Allen films in the last, like, 20 years. You have to see it. I do have to see it. It's dark. Jonathan Reese myers is a dark storm cloud of a man. And beautiful and so talented. That's who you and look like, too, by the way. You think so? Oh, yeah. Really? hmm Oh, wow. That's an interesting one. A friend of mine did a film with him, mm-hmm. and... Um, I just remember talking to my friend being like, oh, what did he do today? Mm-hmm. Like, how was, did you talk? Did you this? Did you that? Because, like, I just love, oh, he's so talented. He's so good. You have to see Match Point. That's your homework. Done. And when you see it, just a little fun fact of trivia for you. <clears throat> it was supposed to be Jonathan Reese Myers and Kate Winslet. And Kate Winslet had to drop out because she got pregnant. And then they brought in Scarlett Johansson. So when you watch the film, keep that in the back of your mind. Because I don't know your thoughts on Kate Winslet, but I'm a fan, and I think the woman can do no wrong, but I'm happy that she got pregnant, because I don't think this was her bag. Oh, I love that. You know? I love that contemplation of what could have been, what was supposed to be, the chaos of life. Oh, that's my favorite game, especially with films. That somebody's, that her egg and... um, David Moore's 
uh, sperm or whoever she had that child with. I like to think I that think it, it was, was him. I think it was Sam Mendez at the time because oh, this okay. is a long time ago. Okay. I like <clears throat> to think of her. This is her new husband. Right? David David Muir. Muir. Isn't that her husband now? No. That's somebody oh. I would like her to have sex with, though. Oh, 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 He's now the sexy guy I from follow. ABC. Oh. ABC Nightly News. Oh, God. I need to read up on my trivia. Yeah. You're right. Now I know who you're talking about. He's He looks... There's a funny ad for him in Lincoln Center where he looks like an aloof lacrosse player that, like, invited the whole school to his mansion party while his parents oh were God. away. But he wants to, like, get to know you privately, like, maybe in his room. Oh, my God. It's very... The way they sexualize news... Your stories. You are out there. You know, it's a world. I have to escape sometimes. Where Where are you from? Armenia. <clears throat> but more recently, um, Albany. Okay. Yeah. Because you're going home for the weekend. I am. To Albany, not Armenia. Okay, right. Mm-hmm. Uh, right. Mm-hmm. To Albany. But you were born in Armenia? No. You were born I in Albany. I just wanted to get that out there, yeah. Oh. I'm Armenian and German, but I okay. was born in Albany. Okay. Yeah. Your parents? My parents were born in Albany. Okay. Mm-hmm. Your grandparents? They were born in Armenia. Okay, yeah. now yeah. I'm following yeah. the family tree. In Germany. And your boyfriend, mm-hmm. who's so cute. Oh, I'm in love with this man. He is so cute. When you two walked into the show, I thought, please let that be her gay best friend. He is my best friend. And not gay. Listen, he's 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 just the best. He's, he's not gay. He's just the best. He's an actor. He is an actor. He's a comedian and he's in publishing and their publishing house. Uh, big ups to Norton just won the Pulitzer Prize for fiction. Oh, my God. Or nonfiction. Or nonfiction. Congra- What's your boyfriend's name? Nick. Nick, congratulations, Nick. We both think the world of you. We do. Um, <clears throat> That's right. And he does improv. He does improv. He's fantastic at improv. And he started 101 10 months ago, and he just finished 401, which is the last level of UCB. And he's doing electives, and he has two teams. Oh, my God. He's killing it. You know, I took, have you ever taken improv at UCB? Yes, I went through all the levels. You did? Yes. <clears throat> um, so I took 101, mm-hmm. and I had a really wonderful experience. Um, what frustrates me is... Doing stand-up comedy, some of my best stuff is improv, off the cuff, blah, 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 blah. But with, oh, sorry. Um, But improv, what I didn't know or I didn't remember until UCB, because I hadn't taken an improv class since freshman year of college decades ago, is there are so many rules. In the beginning. Okay. Is that the thing? Should I have pushed past? Oh, yes. I need to go back. I need to go take 201 and 301 as I wave this paper in mm-hmm. front of you and I because I'm so hot. I'm dying. Um, did you do advanced study? I finished 401, and at that point, I was on the two teams that I'm currently on, which is the Sister Wives, woo, and Dirty Little Secrets, which is a short-form uh, team. They're both UCB house teams? I Effing wish. Uh, no, they are. Sister Wives was born out of UCB classes, and we've done UCB shows like Cage Match. We've okay. done um, lots of Hartford Improv Festivals. We're going to do the HBO Women in Comedy Festival in Boston next year. Yes, weekend. you are. Yes. So catch us there Saturday and Sunday if you're there. Catch us. Catch them there. Catch us there. Um, 
And then Dirty Little Secrets has been going on for four years. And that's a short form improv. Think Whose Line Is It Anyway style. Okay. Based off of audience secrets. Ooh. Which are insane, guys. I hope you're writing with your left hand when you're writing these secrets, if you're right-handed. Which is to say, it's crazy that you would ever put, put that on paper. There. Right. To the point where we say, if you don't want us to post your secret on Dirty Little Secrets Improv Instagram account, please come up to us after the show. But isn't it anonymous? It's anonymous, but it's a theater that holds 40 people. If I know, I mean, Nick goes to the shows all the time and I'm always trying to like sniff out. I was like, did you have sex with your your best friend's dad? Did you um, steal your dead roommate's bike? Did you do cocaine off the head of a your friend's dog? Which actually was that you? That actually was him. He did cocaine off of his dead friend's dog. Um, no, you're alighting two secrets, but that oh, would right. be sorry. Say that again. <laughs> Say that again. He <clears throat> so the first one was somebody stole somebody's roommate died in New York City and they took their bike. Oh my god! And when the parents came, they were like, "Is that you know?" Leonardo's bike and this person said no that's my bike how'd they die um probably autoerotic asphyxiation although oh I don't god. know I like to think that they died oh pleasing themselves okay um but there was something about cocaine yes uh <clears throat> oh one time uh allegedly Nick participated in or was privy to Cocaine being sniffed off of a dog's head, like a collie. Okay, like so a the dog was breed. alive. The dog, the dog was not alive, dead. So yeah. I was paying attention half there. Yeah. yeah. My mind was elsewhere at the moment, but I'm right with you. Mm-hmm. I'm right with you. Yeah. So that's, that's Maria's laughing. Maria, you support us, Maria. We love you being here mm-hmm. in the audience. Thank you. Sit down. But <laughs> Maria, <laughs> but what I want to finish about UCP is in the beginning when you do improv, 101 and 201 are rules. Right. Because it is yes, like learning to speak. and. Yes, and. Never negate anything. Um, transaction scenes are bad. But if you go see UCB teams that are teachers at UCB, they will do things that you will go into class the next day like a little kid and Dude, be like, what? excuse me, you had a transaction scene where you told someone, no, they were not wearing a purple gown. Explain yourself. And they're like, well, I'm a teacher. So what I will do, sometimes it's in like a meta, jesting kind of way of, okay. I'm going to go ahead and break this rule right in front of you because they're that advanced that it's fun for them. Right. Um, I don't like this. Yeah. If you're very, if you're very like justice and rule based, mm-hmm. it can be a little hard to get your head mm-hmm. around. Mm-hmm. But the rules are good. And you, uh, you just have it like dripping off of you. you. Would be amazing at improv. You think so? Oh my god! You're like, you're like <clears throat> heat that comes off of you. And I'm sorry to keep using these like descriptive words about being hot because it's very hot in here. But your power and your presence. Oh, you can do so much with that. You can be a high oh status character. God. You can be a comically low status character, which is like. Lauren, I need to spend more time with you. This is just the read I'm getting from. I'm you. feeling. I'm feeling better about myself already. Yeah. You know? Oh, you should. It's a, yeah. Anything other than that would be Ugh. a real squanderance of your time. So you were filming? I was filming sketches this weekend with okay. a group who are awesome. Um, and it was a real professional setup. It was one of those setups where if you're anything like me and you were trained by your parents to always help. And they're like, talent, get in this Uber. Um <laughs> 
uh, person, you need to take 15 boom mics. Okay. And you try to help that person, and they say, no talent. Go in that Uber XL. Don't touch anything. Go. Go. Don't help. That, to, that freaks me out. Go now. Go now, talent. And they spray you in the face with a spray bottle full of water. And they throw mints down the stairs because they think you're going to chase the mints down to the Uber XL and get in and behave like a good talent. Oh, my God. But you're God. a helper boy, you know? <clears throat> you're a Cinderella, and they're mistaking you for a princess. Oh, my God. So it was a really luxurious set. Are you, um, by the way, I'm turning on Insta Live because I thought it would be so fun yeah. to just kind of like record a little bit of the pod. You know, we're live, people. We're live. You're there right. she is. Oh, you look beautiful on camera. So are you, um, how long have you been in New York? Four years. Okay. Where'd you go to school? SUNY Geneseo. Oh my God. I love it. You love it? I know people that went there. What? Yeah. If they weren't musical theater people, I don't know them. Were you musical theater? I was pre-med biology and musical theater. Can you sing for us? Absolutely. What would you like me to sing? Are you an ingenue? Am I an ingenue? Can you um, sing something from Wicked? From Wicked? Yeah. <clears throat> um, uh, Just a little okay. 16 bars. <clears throat> you know what? Sing anything musical theater you want to sing. 16 bars. I need a break because I'm about to pass out. Yeah. I need you to sing. Let me sing um, uh, from musical theater. You know what? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do a, a rain check. And I will definitely keep talking, but I'll just break into song when something comes into my mind. Okay, I love it. Because I'm stricken. I'm not a good musical theater actor, which is why I was, why I don't do it, <laughs> if that makes sense. If you can hear, the fan is now going. Mm -hmm. Oh my God. So I was, a, I was somebody who thought I wanted to be a doctor, and I still love all things medical. Okay. If you have any medical questions, if you wonder, why does my body get so cold after I eat? Um, let me help you out. It's the blood going from your interstitial tissue around your body to your stomach to help digest food. That's why you get cold, because your blood goes internally, like, into the center of you. You understand? Oh, my Does God. that make sense? That's why you get cold after you eat. I'm never cold after I eat. I'm Is that, am I dying? No, that's good. That means you have good circulation. Okay, I hope so. Do your fingers <clears throat> and toes stay pretty warm in the winter? Yeah. Do you eat citrus a lot? Do you like oranges? I love oranges. Well, see, this is um, high citrus consumption, especially oranges, is associated with a better circulation in, like, your outermost limbs. Oh, my God. Mm -hmm. You're beautiful, you're talented, you're funny, and you're medical. And I can do a New Zealand accent. Do you want to hear that for entertainment? I do. All right, this is my real voice. And you'll never know who just came into the recording studio. <laughs> it's me. It's Lauren from New Zealand. Go ahead and ask me anything. Like, I'll answer any question. And if you're actually from New Zealand, I'm sorry, sorry. It's not like a proper accent. It's like a little tipsy-turvy. Um, when were you last in New Zealand? Mm, I had brekkie in New Zealand about mm, 45 days ago. Were you just there for a quick visit? I was there because I actually had to renew my passport. And oh. um, my brother, my kid brother, is a... Um, He's a bobby down there, so he does, like, traffic, and he does, like, homicide and stuff. Oh. Yeah, so, basically. Uh, but now you're back in the States. I'm back in the States, and uh, I'm loving every minute of it. Yeah. You know, it's that just different because it's, like, it's summer up there. Oh, yeah, for sure. We're down there. I like that. So that's New Zealand. 
That's New Zealand. I like to pretend that I can do a good Australian accent. Do you want to hear it? I was, I was <laughs> hoping you would volunteer that. Okay. Yeah. And I, I, I like to pretend that it's good. It's probably not good. Okay. We'll workshop it. Um, <clears throat> hold on. Okay. I have to get into it. So, like, I went and got, like, a burger at this place, like, around the corner, and the burger was so good. That's really good. Right? It has potential. It has potential. The only the only thing I would say that we can go a little deeper in is, like, the difference between, like, New Zealand is a little bit more nasal, like, like Brit in Jermaine right. from Flight of the Concords, and Australian to me is a little bit wider. 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 So if you can get Burger. It. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I had a burger. Mm-hmm. I'll work on it. Um, He's, he can do he can do no wrong. He can do man. no wrong. I'm having a heart attack in here. It's hot in here. It's sweaty. I think it's because I didn't have that much water today. Also, yeah, you didn't have that much water, and you're going through some like real changes in your lifestyle. And yeah, it's getting hot. Oh and... God, mm-hmm. Lauren gets me. Yeah. Oh my God. It should be known when I first met Jimmy, I saw him do stand up. And he mentioned that he does Bikram yoga, which I nerded out about because I love Bikram yoga. And for those of you listeners at home, and Maria, I can see your hand raised. You can put it down. I'm going to tell you what Bikram yoga is. It's a yoga that you practice the same 26 postures and two breathing exercises, exact same every time. 105 degrees, 40% humidity. It looks like you stepped out of a shower when you get out of the room because it's an hour and a half of pure sweat. It's Hatha yoga. Versus vinyasa, hatha yoga is holding poses longer instead of more of like a flow with vinyasa. And that's why I like it. And that's, it's, yeah, it's not too fast paced. It doesn't overwhelm people like us who are like, wait, I'm not done, you know. And you get to do it twice. And you get to do it twice every time. Hello. It's an incredible, incredible experience. Where do you do Bikram? I do Bikram yoga predominantly at Bikram Yoga Harlem. That's where I love to go. It's the best. It's the best. The community's awesome. The owner rocks. Um, Eric. Eric. I have such a crush on Eric. What? I was going to say, do you, like, Eric probably loves you. He loves handsome young men. I don't think he does. He's hard to read. He's a sweet little, he's a sweet little German baby Do you boy. live in Harlem? I do. Where? I live on 140th Street between... Okay. I have stalkers, so I have to No, no, no. I, I meant, like, more like... Whereabouts? Like, are you in the 140s, 150s? I live in the 140s. I love it. Do you know Buddha Taco? I've walked by it. I hear it's it's the best. Yes. Uh, you know what? I went to Buddha Taco when it was the previous iteration of whatever restaurant it was. And I sat with my friend and he had eggs. And I okay. watched him eat eggs. And you watched him eat eggs. Buddha Taco. We have to good. go to Bikram Harlem Yoga together. Yeah. We do. Um, did you know Adam, the other owner? I never met Adam. He moved to California before I started going there. Right. How yeah. much is it a class? I believe it's, if you're equity, you get a discount. I think it's 20 a class, but you can get your first week of seven classes, or for, unlimited for seven days for 25. Right. And you can do a whole month for 50. A your whole first month, month for 50. Your yeah, first for month. For $50. Oh, it's so great. Now it's out of the way from where I live, but... Where do you live now? Now I live on um, East 75th. And I don't mind having stalkers, so between first and second. Hit them up, guys. Come, come find me. I'm Maria? right. I'm right down the street. You heard this. Yeah. Oh, my God. I'm dying. What's going on with me? 
Well, it's very, very I am dying. <laughs> oh, my God. It's so cool to, like, unhook the, um, and you can really hear it. Talk. Hello. Hello. It's us. <laughs> anyway, Lauren, do you have a survival job, whatever that may mean to you? I do. I'm a nanny. Where? I'm a nanny on the Upper West Side. I. Can you hook me up? It is the best job. I would be so happy to hook you up. I think having a Manny is so healthy and cool. I have years of experience. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> I even have celebrity children on my resume. Really? I mean, their parents were stars. Yeah. I can't say who they were, but I can tell you yeah. after. Um, but I want to get back into it mm-hmm. because I need to have, um, I need a life and I need a, an evening life. That's a big thing. When I'm working at night, I get the worst FOMO and I turn into like a workout troll where I like hobble out of my house, throw a $5 bill at my fruit guys that live on my street. It's bad. Yeah. It's, it's bad. It's really bad. So the thing How about did nannying. How you find your family? So my friend Emily moved to LA. Her name is Emily Thomas. She's an incredible singer. Check her out on Spotify. She moved to LA because her music's blowing up. Okay. She said, Lauren. Lauren, take this job. Lauren, take the wheel. Take it from my hands. <laughs> Lauren, mm-hmm. you do this now. Mm-hmm. I promise you too, one day your career will take off. Yes. Yeah, she I infected me with that beautiful gift. And I started working for this family that I love adore. Them. I love them. How many kids? There's one kid I'm mostly with, and then there's an eight-year-old and a five-year-old, and then I'm with an almost two-year-old girl, and she's the cutest thing. And the... So are you nine to five? What's the deal? Yeah, I'm more or less like... A couple days I'm kind of 9 to 5, and then a Wednesday and Thursday I'm like 8 in the morning until 2.30 in the afternoon, which is amazing because then you have an hour of privacy. You can go to the grocery store without all those, like, you know, J.P. Morgan, Patagonia vest-wearing, haunted, haunted house-working men. Who are, That's, by the way, my favorite disc. If you guys out there want to use it, you can say somebody should work in a haunted house if they're acting scary or freakish. Haunted. Haunted house. Um, now, big question of the day for you okay. regarding your survival job. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> what happens? Do you have representation? No. Okay. You guys, she's out there. She's I'm looking. There. Yeah. So we're recording right now in my lovely manager's office. Mm-hmm. What happens if they call me on Monday and they tell me Wednesday you have a ten fifteen appointment? Well, I'll tell you a story that happened today. Today is the woman I work for's birthday, the mother. She had two field trips with her two different kids. And she said, Lauren, I'm so excited. I get to go on these two field trips with my kids. And then on Sunday of this past weekend, my friend said, hey, we're getting married at City Hall on Wednesday. Um, Would you be there? I said, sure. Totally forgetting that that Wednesday is a loaded day for the mom. Like, not a good day for me to take off. Two trips. Two trips. It's her birthday. She's so excited. So I text her, hey, my friends are getting married. She says, say no more. That's the day that we have those field trips, but I'll figure it out. Oh, my God. See, you, you're working for a mensch. I am working for an absolute mensch. I am like an abused pit bull from my restaurant jobs where I'm like, hey, restaurant. Um, I was just wondering. I've been working here for three years. I've never missed a shift. Um, everybody loves me could I maybe have my birthday off? And they're like, no. 
write us an essay about what you want to do on your birthday, and maybe when we're done doing cocaine off a plate in the windowless office in the basement, we'll look it over, and then maybe on your birthday morning, we'll call you and then hang up, and then you'll know that, no, you can't have your shift off. Where did you work? I worked at a restaurant in Flatiron. Oh, my mm. God. Yeah. It's the name of a nut, let's say a cashew. Okay. Um... And, uh, so it's not Italy. It's not. It's not Italy. <laughs> Although that has its own problems when Mario's in town, right? Um, For us ladies. Uh, yeah. 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 Um, so it's amazing. And to answer your question, if I have an audition at ten fifteen, I let my human employer know, who knows me personally, cares about me. I take care of her children. She is happy with what I do. And she says, you treat us so well, I want to treat you so well. Go for it, girl. Right. Oh, I love this family. I love them, too. Upper West Side. Upper West Side. You know, in the Money? East, uh, the dad has a really good real estate job. The dad works for billionaires, and he's very funny. And they make jokes all the time about how they want to kill themselves because having kids is hard. Yeah. And as a babysitter, feeling those feelings but never wanting to say, like, yeah, I wanted to kill myself today when your child threw up goldfish and then the other child had diarrhea and the third child, like, got glue on my nice pants. Yeah. Um, for them to look at me and be like, I would not be here <clears throat> if it weren't for the Nespresso machine. I would kill myself. Yeah. As it's a refreshing. Joke. It's so refreshing. They're very human. They're very cool. I recommend nannying if you are wanting evenings off if you, if you love silly. kids. If you think you don't love kids. <sighs> Get into it. Kids are fucking <clears throat> funny, too. I mean, the girl I babysit, the five-year-old, I said, what do you want to be when you grow up? She goes, <sighs> she looks at me in the eyes. She's in like a, you know, $5 million apartment. She goes, I want to be a nail technician. I said, you do? She goes, Yeah. Yeah, it's a really fun job. And then later that day, she goes, she was talking to me about fears. And I said, what's your biggest fear? And she goes, I don't really have fears, um, except a bug that could kill you. A bug that could kill, kill you. you? It's like kids say the darndest things. That you Every get paid, day. You get paid cash for a baby. Yeah, that's right. Mm -hmm. So you're off the books? I'm off the books. <laughs> um, on that note, we do have to go. <gasps> I wish we could stay another four hours, but mm -hmm. I think I might die. Oh, I'm really like overheating. Yeah, we may it's just like do Bikram. Bikram in here. We might just... <sighs> Pranayama. Pranayama breathing. For the listeners at home, and those here, Maria, I can see your hand again. What Jimmy's doing is Pranayama deep breathing. It sets you up. I'm doing it right, right? Yeah, you are doing it right. His form is oh, meticulous, folks. I love it. Yeah. Um, Lauren, thank you so much for coming. I hope this is the beginning of seeing you because you're such a gem. Thank you so and much. keep shining, keep smiling, no, keep shining. You, you can, can always count, count on me. me for sure. sure. Yeah, you're a singer. <clears throat> um, so thank you. Any final thoughts, final words? 20 seconds on the clock to get a message out there. Oh, my gosh. In the criminal justice system, sexually-based offenses are considered especially heinous. In New York City, the dedicated detectives that investigate these vicious felonies are members of an elite squad known as the Special Victims Unit. These are their stories. Dun-dun. Is that the, that the... No, it's more like... I think it's... Uh, uh. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, well, thank you so much. That was beautiful. And that was 19 <laughs> seconds. 
I delivered. So you delivered. And everyone, this was Talkin' with Jimmy Schatz. Bye. (laughs) 